0: I was noticing companies pop up. It could be like a Facebook, it could be uh, a LinkedIn, it could be anything. And I'm like, how did this slip by me? Like, how do I invest in these opportunities? And that's really how it started just from actually genuine questions. The
1: future is female. Hey everyone, welcome back. And thanks for joining us for our season premiere. I'm your host, Anu Dugal, and this is The 2%, a podcast highlighting women who are breaking barriers and building the businesses of the future. I'm so excited to kick off season two with today's guest, Serena Williams, tennis champion, four-time Olympic gold medalist, fashion entrepreneur, and most recently, founder of Serena Ventures, a fund with a mission of investing in early-stage companies that embrace diverse leadership, individual empowerment, creativity, and opportunity. Is there anything Serena can't do? Serena and I will discuss her inspiration behind starting Serena Ventures, what she's excited about as an investor, tips for investors looking to diversify their portfolios, and much more. Serena really needs no further introductions, so let's dive right into today's conversation. Serena, so great to have you on here. Wanted to just start off with where we're finding you today and how's your day going?
0: Um, it's going good. Uh, it's it's great. I love it. I just had a really good day. I was actually getting um, my some treatment earlier, so uh, it's good. Oh, though. good. Yeah. Good.
1: Yeah. I guess um, winding down hopefully for the holidays as well.
0: You know, I don't celebrate holidays, but yeah, definitely still winding down and uh, just, you know, enjoying the day pretty much. Good. It's like my days are so packed with all the stuff that we're doing in BC. It's just... Me block, block, block. And I'm, I'm looking forward to having the time off.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think we all need it and deserve it in, uh, in 2020. So glad to hear you're doing that. So I would love to start with the, with the article that recently came out around how passionate you are around investing in diverse founders. What, what inspired you to write that? What was kind of the, the precipitus for that?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's what I do. It's what we do at Serena Ventures. It's really important for us to let diverse founders have an opportunity. And so, I started Serena Ventures a long time ago. It started because I saw that, as you know, Anu, that less than yes. of women get VC money, and for me, that was shocking and that was crazy. And so, it isn't a requirement to be a woman to have to be in our fund. Sure. But our team is led by women. Everything is. And so we naturally have a view when we see more things. And obviously, as CEO, I'm always looking like, okay, what do we have in our portfolio? What does our portfolio look like? How do we find different opportunities? Who's missing in the opportunity? Um, And that's and then, you know, I have opportunities to do a fast company. Every now and then, that was. I'm just really feel happy that I could do that, and mostly just um, talk louder about what you've been doing for years. I'm just following in your footsteps, really. Oh my gosh! Please, no. <laughs> I mean, you guys are amazing over there. So, oh,
1: thank you. Well, I think one of the points that you brought up in the article around network selectivity uh, was really interesting and something that isn't often highlighted in the way that you know you you wrote about it. So. What do you think, you know, obviously there's an issue there, but when you think about ways in which, you know, we collectively can work on on that issue, is there anything that's come sure. up over the past few years that you feel inspired
0: by? I, I don't know if there's anything in particular I feel inspired by, but I just feel like we want to make sure that what we do is, is, is leading the charge and let other people be inspired by that. So we want to make sure that our network is definitely has lots of different people and lots of different voices to represent it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Definitely. The two companies also that you highlighted, um, I loved. So Kira, I think that's how you pronounce it. And Nude Bar, um, you know, the founders seem fantastic. How did you meet them and and what did you get excited about about them?
0: You know, each, each thing is different. You know, I've been actually working with Nude Bar for a long time and um, it was, it was really cool. I actually really loved the founder and you know, I was thinking like, what a great opportunity to have someone who um, we can add in our portfolio, you know, introduce them to some, to other people, bigger, bigger firms. And what was interesting about that was like, I actually used the product and it was so natural how that happened that mm-hmm. I used the product and I would try to order some product and she would be out of stock. And I'm like, why are you out of stock? Yeah. And- so, And I actually had a conversation with the CEO. Why are you out of stock? He's like, well, we don't have the funding and the money. I'm like, well, are you raising? Like, what are you doing? Like how? She's like, well, we're trying to raise, but we don't know. So it was really, for me, it was really exciting to be in companies and be on the lowest level to kind of shape the way they are and kind of yeah. help, you know, to Make shape an impact make an impact and even how they can shape their company. Right. And to yeah. what you need to do to go out and raise. And so we invited them to um, our one of our Bumble things that we do every year with Bumble to um, to highlight, you know, uh, women in particular that are that need to that need highlighting that have great companies and just need a, a foot in the door, so to say. Right. So yeah. that, that was a lot of our companies and Kira as well That's one of the ways that we always just um, really highlight different companies. That's great
1: that's great. So I guess taking a step back you know you mentioned that um, you've been doing Serena ventures um, for a while I think you have over 30 investments. How did you decide to start it? you've had such an interesting career been such a groundbreaker and um, really inspired so many of us in in kind of taking the lead and and you know breaking boundaries and as you think about being in the sports world and then shifting into VC, what kind of led you to do that?
0: Um, so we have over 64 companies in our portfolio, oh. uh, and so we are, our portfolio is growing. But this has been over six years. A lot of people are like, "Oh, when did this start?" Last week, I'm like, "No, no, no. We started over six years ago." And actually, we're entering our se- we're we're on we're on our seventh year, actually, to be honest. It was something that I really enjoyed. So I kind of started because I was noticing companies pop up. It could be like a Facebook, it could be a uh, LinkedIn, it could be anything, and I'm like. How did this slip by me? Like, how do I invest in these opportunities? And that's really how it started, just from asking genuine questions. And I never wanted to be like a founder. I wanted to be an investor. I always wanted to write the checks. Yeah. Um, and so for me, it was just like, OK, so what do I do now? Like, how do how do how do I get these opportunities to stop passing me? Because I really like when a company is able to actually have an impact on your life. And all these companies that were popping up, they were impacting my life. They were changing millions of lives. Day to day living. Um, and I was thinking like, this is great. And So anyway, I learned how to be a part of the process. And I learned that through it, I learned that I actually liked being in the process of changing how people think. I love technology and I always mm-hmm. have. And I wanted to be a part of how technology can really change your everyday life look at what we're doing now. You could have done this even a few years ago. So it's just really cool. And I loved that. So um, that's kind of how it started. And, you know, I started getting in, in in different funds and then meeting founders. And then it just kind of kept running with it, working super, super, super hard.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's incredible. Um, so when you think about the mission, as you mentioned earlier, you know, Serena is really about finding diverse founders. What would you say that you want the impact of what you're doing to be on the ecosystem, the larger ecosystem where we know there's clearly a lot of issues particularly around diversity.
0: I just feel like there's so many people that look like me who have amazing great ideas. Mm-hmm just aren't highlighted. And some of those ideas are either taken advantage of and they're lost or they never see the light of day. So for me, it's really important. What I wanna do is I wanna be able to bring those ideas to life. And I'm not, like I said, you don't have to look a certain way to be in our portfolio because we have white men, we have black men. It's literally everyone but we want to highlight the opportunities. Some people can just never have the opportunity because they don't even know what to do and they might have a great idea and they might be a white male, but it's really about just showing that diversity is everyone, it's not just one group of people. Sure, so sure. I, it's a, I think it's a message that is often missed. It's like, oh, we just want this or we just want that. No, we want, we want a full picture because the world is a full picture, right? Of course, yeah. Um, and that's what we want in particular, but. We also feel it's important to to say that we want. Well, my husband is, is happens to be a white man, but I want that voice yep. because they also have a different view, and he gets a different voice from me, and I feel like that's the only way to get the full picture.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, that's great. So when you think about, you know, your view as an investor, you know, we all get to see so much and part of what we're, you know, theoretically getting paid for is to be able to predict the future, talk about trends yeah, yeah. Um, and, and just think about, you know, where are we as consumers going? And obviously 2020, you know, has kind of reshaped a lot for us. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when you think about, you know, 2021, um, any trends or companies, industries that you're, you're kind of excited about?
0: Um, I'm really ex- I mean, you know, 2020 is a really rough year, but it's been great in, the, in um, what's happening and in, in new companies are popping up. Out from the dark, there's always something huge that comes, right? So um, that's what we're looking at. And that's what we're excited about, what major companies are going to come from this. There's what did we learn from this experience that we will never have to do again, because that's where the ideas come from. So we're keep, we always keep our eyes out for that. I had a meeting with the team, Early in um, March, and I was like, "This is the time where we look for things that are going to change and shape people's lives." Because this is yep. how are people living their lives now that they had to just kind of go to out of nowhere, and then like the video conferencing, like all that other stuff. Like, how how do we pick are those companies that are going to come up with these ideas? So that's what we look for, and that's what we're excited about. Always into fintech, uh, and it's you know in fintech as well. So we just those are things that we're always into.
1: Awesome. Awesome. And in terms of qualities um, in a founder, you know, so many companies now that you guys have invested in,
0: anything that
1: stands out as a particular quality or trait um, that that you look for?
0: Um, hard work. I, I work hard. You know, you can't have a founder that is just doing it because it's cool to be a, a founder nowadays and it's, you can raise money and whoop-de-doo. And I'm like, okay, well, that's, that's all great and all, but that's not how you raise. And also how founders plan on spending the money, like how much are they putting in marketing? How much are they putting in salary? Like sometimes I even look is the we were looking at one company and the founder wasn't taking a salary. I'm like, okay, so this guy, you know, he's this this is a good one. So we do more due diligence on that because those are some of the things that we look into. Just like how serious are they about making it um, the best thing that they can make it?
1: Yeah. And I guess for, for yourself, um, you know, you, you've also been an entrepreneur. So, you know, started your own jewelry, clothing lines, um, any, any kind of lessons or advice um, that you've learned as a founder?
0: Yeah, I've learned so much, mostly from um, the clothing line. Um, so so much. I think clothing and apparel is one of the hardest thing to do, and surviving COVID as an apparel company is very hard, especially if your your manufacturing is not in the United States, right? So, right. Right. So yeah. So uh, I have a tremendous amount of advice, and that's I think that's one of my strengths that I do as a as a leader of our of, of Serena Ventures is to make sure that. I connect personally with some of the founders, and mm-hmm. I just let them get, let them pick my brain, and let them know that, you know, I've done this before and it's worked for me a few times, and so these these are some things that helped me out.
1: Yeah, no, that's great. That's great. Do you have any interesting stories or
0: rewarding moments building Serena Ventures? Um, yeah. So a funny story is uh, I had an opportunity when I was younger. Well, not younger. When I first started uh, investing. Uh, I just took meetings because I was like, I want to take this serious. I really want this to be my career after tennis one day. Um, so I would just take meetings at companies, like huge companies. There's one company that was re- that, that is really big. I, I went in there and I, would, I talked to the founder and I would just meet for a few days. And it was just really cool. And I was just like an intern, basically. And at the end, they asked me, like, did I have any suggestions for their company? And I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is so cool. But. <laughs> I was like, "All right, here's my chance," and I told them that their interfacing was very difficult and it was very user unfriendly. And I actually on the platform years before it got popular because I I always find things way early. Um, and I was just like, "You know what? This is it's just user unfriendly, and it actually turns me off sometimes because it's just hard to use." So later on, like a few months later, I I was on the platform and I realized that they had completely changed how. Um, they did it and they took my suggestions like making things in alphabetical order and like putting, I have an opportunity to create each user to create what they want to create and put it to the side without yep. giving it away. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yep. But I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. Why didn't I say that was going to cost them? something?" Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. That's a great answer. And, um, you know, I know some of our listeners are, you know, founders, some are investors. Um, and, you know, I think this is the year that investors are really thinking about diversity. Do you have any tips for ways in which, you know, whether you're an institutional investor or angel investor, ways in which you can just diversify what you're seeing to your to your earlier point?
0: Well, I think the best way to diversify is to have in-house and not just PAs and EAs. like. Yeah really in-house people that are able to make decisions, that are able to source deals and that are able to bring, you know, even have a vote, you know? So I think Super, super important. You're not going to be able to get a ton of change if you just if that's not on your team. And also the deals that they're going to source are going to be different kinds of deals and show right. people and it gives more people opportunity. And um, also people that are really looking to diversify this year, make it more instead of this year, like a lifetime. Yep. <laughs> it doesn't, it can't be one year. It needs to be like your whole program going forward and written into how you want to shape your company.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I think one of the other things that um, that we've also tried to do is as investors, you know, the companies we invest in, we also want to encourage them, you know, think about how they make their teams, because, you know, as seed investors, we have the opportunity early, um, yeah. You know, I think, to, to make an impact on the culture. Um, so that's one of the things, you know, we've been we've been thinking about as well.
0: Yeah, that's so important. Those first 10 employees are super important. And as you said, as seed investors, we have an opportunity to, to tell them or to advise them on yeah. how to hire Correct. Those, those first 10, which are probably the, some of the most important. Most important yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah.
1: No, I love that. And then, um, you know, I think the future of uh, venture capital. Um, is exciting. And I think partly because there are people, you know, like us who are, who are really trying to make an impact and, and change the face of it as well. Um, for you, what do you hope the future of this industry looks like 10 years from now?
0: I really just hope that it's more equality as well as just more yeah. opportunity and there's no, no boundaries, there's no color lines. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. Or sex lines either, by the way. So. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't matter what what uh, your, yeah, it doesn't matter, you're male or female, then you should be able to have an opportunity as well. Yeah,
1: no, I love that. So we're going to end um, just with our lightning round. Um, so a couple questions, whatever comes to mind first. Um, so let's start with what's the best advice you've ever gotten?
0: Never give up, which is so true for entrepreneurs. And even with my own fashion company, there's literally days I wanted to quit. I'm like, I got it. I just can't. Let me just call, call it a day and, but never give up.
1: And when did you recognize your entrepreneurial spirit?
0: Early on. I remember I was in fourth grade. I bought a box of donuts uh-huh. and the donuts were like 99 cents. And So I would buy the box and then I would sell each donut for 25 cents. I love that. I that I'm like, okay, this makes more sense. <laughs> That's
1: awesome. What, what would you say is your guilty pleasure? How do you relax?
0: Popcorn. I've been watching uh Mar anything from the Marvel Universe.
1: Oh, nice. For
0: the any 15th time.
1: Wow. And any any particular type of popcorn, just straight up. It has to be
0: movie theater popcorn.
1: Nice. I love it. I love it. Um, and in terms of anything you want to plug, um, you know, any good. announcements, anything coming up?
0: No, um, um, this isn't for that. You know, this is yeah. all for just us having a good chat.
1: Cool, cool. <laughs> Um, well, I think that's, that's all we have, um, for our conversation today. It was so great to have you on here. Thank it was you so
0: good to finally do it. And thank you. For- yes. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you for tuning in to the 2% for today's season premiere featuring Serena Williams. Serena's impact is incredibly inspiring and she's a role model to so many women across the world as well as a huge supporter of Female Founders Fund. Stay in touch with us on Instagram at Female Founders Fund and on Twitter at FQVC. And for those of you building the next billion-dollar businesses, we'd love to hear from you. Send all pitch decks to pitches at femalefoundersfund.com and we'll be in touch. And finally, if you're interested in working at one of our 45-plus female-founded startups, explore our job opportunities at jobs.femalefoundersfund.com. Make sure to subscribe to The 2% on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you are listening. And stay tuned for our next episode with powerful women founding and funding the future. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, or simply tell a friend about the show. That would help us out too. Until next time, I'm Anu Dougal, and this has been The 2%.